The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 3018. Today, the first of a two-part conversation with Saskia Marleveld and Mark Thompson, who play Leia and Han, respectively, in the Princess and the Scoundrel audiobook adaptation. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So just as a quick refresher, The Princess and the Scoundrel is a novel by Beth Revis that came out a couple of months ago. It details the wedding and honeymoon of Princess Leia Organa and Han Solo. The book is written in alternating chapters. One chapter is from Leia's perspective, the next chapter is from Han's perspective, etc, etc. And so to do the audiobook adaptation for this, Penguin Random House Audio did something a little bit unusual. They brought in two narrators. Sometimes it's one and sometimes it's a full cast, but it's not usually two narrators. And they decided to follow the convention of the book and have one person narrate Leia's chapters and one person narrate Han's chapters. And then for the final chapter to have the two of them together. Well, those two folks are Saskia Marleveld, who does the Leia chapters, and Mark Thompson, who does the Han chapters. So over the course of this conversation, which I will be splitting into two parts for today and tomorrow, we're gonna to talk about how they found out that they were being invited to do this particular audiobook presentation, what they thought about Beth's novel, how they prepared for Han and Leia, and of course, you know, the other characters that they would portray, but their process, basically. Also, what they think is particularly important for a portrayal of Han and Leia, and I actually flipped this question on them, so I asked Saskia to talk about Han portrayals and Mark to talk about Leia portrayals for that one. We also talked about the recording process, which was a bit unusual as well, and also the recording process for that final chapter. So, Without further ado, let's dive into part one of the conversation with Saskia Marleveld and Mark Thompson. Saskia Marleveld, Mark Thompson, thank you so much for joining me on Star Wars 7x7. How are you both today? Hey, I'm doing Good, great. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Oh, absolutely. I'm so glad to get to talk to the both of you. And you two are the spectacular narrators of Beth Revis's novel, The Princess and the Scoundrel. And it's a rather unique way of doing the audiobook narration, at least for Star Wars storytelling. I mean, we've had situations where it's just one narrator and we've had situations where it's a full cast. But to have two people playing the very specific roles of Han and Leia and then doing the voices for their characters is a, quite an unusual thing. So I, I think I'd like to start with just the high level of how you found out about the project like how did you know, you get the word that you were being asked to do it and that you found out that this was the way that it was going to happen and Saskia I'd like to start with you on that one if I may sure um so uh, obviously Mark is has done many more of these than I have but I've done a <laughs> few so I'm kind of in the family so to speak um so mm -hmm. occasionally you do get a get an email about one and it's super exciting so that was kind of what happened with this one where um got the email from uh, Penguin Random House and 
it was, you know, not, a pretty, not too much of a quick turnaround. So it was going to happen pretty quickly. Um, and it was, yeah, just very exciting to hear that I'd be working with Mark, who I've worked with on multicasts, but never um, this closely. And, um, and to do Leia again, which was my first Star Wars book was um, a Leia POV. So it was exciting to know that I was coming back to that. Awesome. And how about you, Mark? Yeah, pretty similar. Like I, uh, I got the email, um, and then they they said that it, um, Saskia is going to do it as well. And I was like, oh, cool. So like, are you know? I I guess at first I thought I'll I'll do the male characters and she'll do the female characters, and then they're like, no, 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 you're going to do alternate chapters. And I was like, oh, really? Like that's interesting. And then I, when I got the script, I saw that you know Beth had written it that way, like it alternates from. Han's perspective to Leia's perspective and I was really intrigued and I was like oh that's a really cool way to kind of tell the story and kind of examine the story um and so it was I was super excited uh to get to do it that way and and uh I'm, I'm hearing that people are liking it so it's so it's it's good <laughs> yeah definitely and so you know since you've opened the door to you know Beth's novel I'd love to hear more about your overall impressions of the novel from both of you and if you can share a favorite moment or two from the novel and why you enjoyed it. And Mark, I'll, I'll stick with you for this one for starting. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I I, I really liked it. Like I, I, I think like Beth did such an amazing job of writing Han and Leia and like, you know, like kind of just any anytime that they're talking with each other or bickering with each other, you know, it's like, <laughs> it, it felt very much like the Empire Strikes Back hallway scene on Hoth to me and like, you know, like, and, and, or or, you know, um, kind of them professing their love to each other on Endor and, and Return of the Jedi. Like it just, it, it it felt like a very natural continuation. I feel like she really um, got into their mindset and, and, to and totally like nailed the characterizations of Han and Leia. So that, that was super fun and super special. Um, and then, yeah, like I, I think uh, I, I, um, I don't know if I should talk about this now or later, but like I, I actually got to go to the Halcyon. Like I had been planning this for like years before oh. I even got, you know, the book. And then it just, it just timed out that like, I got to narrate this like, like two weeks before I got to go on the Halcyon. <laughs> so then, oh, wow. Like I was, cool. I was definitely into it as a Star Wars fan and just as a Han and Leia fan. But then there were like moments where I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to see that thing and I'm going to, Oh my gosh. And, you know, and there was this, uh, I don't know if I, the book's been out for a little bit, but there's a, there's a mild spoiler of a, a thing that Han does uh, when he's playing a Sabacc game in engineering. And there's something mm -hmm. he does in engineering. And I, when I got to go on the house, and I, I asked one of the crew members about it. And I was trying to speak in code so I wouldn't give anything away. <laughs> and I was like, is it, is it true that Han and Leia had their honeymoon here? And they were like, mm-hmm. And I was like, is it true that that Han may have done something in this room? And they're like, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wow. And then they were like, you know, would you like a hint? And, I, and they kind of pointed me in the right direction. And I was able to find it. And it was like such a, it was like, oh, wow, it's so cool. You know, and it was like, so it was kind of neat having like the inside scoop and kind of being able to, you know, find little Easter eggs on the ship because of things that happen in the book. And, but, you know, the book is, is, is a fun adventure and, and a fun romance, uh, whether or not you, you uh, go to the Halcyon or not, but, but it was extra special for me and kind of, it got me super excited about 
this trip that I had been like, you know, uh, counting down for about two or three years. So it was, it was pretty fun. It was, it was pretty cool. That is amazing. Thank you for sharing that too, Mark. That's awesome. Saskia, what about you? What was your overall impression of the novel and, and maybe a favorite moment or two that you'd like to share? Yeah. So also like what, what timing for that trip? I know it was amazing. (laughs) Amazing. That's like, you're like, okay, that's worth waiting a couple of years just so I can do it now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, So for me, what I liked about, about this was that it was a little different from all the other Star Wars books that I've done in the way that it was so much more intimate in a lot of in a large part of it um, because of the romance and because of all the really beautiful scenes that she wrote between Han and Leia. And so I liked that um, blend of like more intimate romance with all the adventure and action that we're used to. And at least most of the um, Star Wars books that I've done have been like, you know, very, uh, mostly very fast paced, a lot of cool character stuff too, but um, I really, I I really um, enjoyed the intimacy of this and it was fun to do especially knowing that I was like doing with Mark and that it wasn't that it was going to be kind of a collaborative effort to bring that to life um so that but yeah I really I loved that um kind of difference it just made it like that extra bit different from from the other um books that I've done um yeah and I just I like I I also love the action I kind of live for the action so I also loved once they got on the got on the Halcyon and took off and it was just kind of like a great big adventure as it always is um but yeah no it's blended my my two favorite things action and romance yeah that's awesome and so you know the both of you have mentioned the you know the opportunity to record with each other so I I will ask about the recording process itself, because of course, you know, in this world, things are a little bit different now than they have been over the past couple of years. So maybe it was done differently, but how did you guys do this? You were alternating chapters, but were you in the recording studio together doing this at the same time? Or were you recording your sessions separately from each other? And uh, did you have to, or want to, or need to (laughs) listen to each other's performances as you were going along for your own work? Uh, And I'll start with you, Saskia. So we were we recorded our the majority of the book separately um, with Kevin Thompson, who's the director, and Tony was my engineer. I think he was also your engineer. Oh yeah, Mark. Um, and so we had like the same team, which was nice because they can keep us. And you know, Kevin does does all the books, so he can they can keep us grounded and give us a little. Mark recorded first, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he was able to like. Kevin was able to keep me on the same in the same world on the same page but also I've heard Mark's Mark doing Han before and so that was really helpful just to reference back of like I know how he records and I know how he narrates and um kind of keeping that in my mind so we were separate for the majority and then for the final scene final chapter we um were in the same studio but in different <laughs> rooms which wasn't a, I don't think it was even a COVID thing I think it was just a like practical thing of getting the best audio and without having to do like a whole crazy setup of having us in the same booth it was like a kind of last minute um decision to do that the scene that the mm-hmm. chapter that way so um 
I think it was kind of like, okay, Mark can come in here. Saskia's in here. Okay. We got these two rooms open, link them up. Like, let's go and do it. So it was nice. We were, <laughs> we got to like give each other a hug and take a picture and, and then, and act together over uh, the microphone. But um, sadly we were not in the same physical space for the for the recording. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> All that is true. I can confirm. <laughs> um, were you able to see each other as you were performing that last scene, that last chapter? No, no. unfortunately, yeah. Like it, it was, uh, like Saskia was saying, that it was kind of a. Uh, they weren't sure if they were going to do that or not. They were kind of going back and forth with with the production people, like you know, could we do this? Because there was some slight adaptation that had to happen in order for us to kind of you know, do the dialogue, but very slight, but like, they, you know, so you have to get permission for all that. And then they have to make sure everybody's cool with it. So it was kind of like when they got the final green light, it was like in the middle of recording. So then it was like, Mark, can you come in? <laughs> and like, you know, so like we had to do it that way. So, so I, you know, it would, I, I, I wish it, it would have been fun to kind of be in a bigger booth and, and, and kind of play off mm -hmm. of each other and gotten to do that a couple times on some of the multicast stuff, but, um, uh it, so next time but yeah exactly yeah <laughs> so, but but it but it still worked out great and it and it just you know i it 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 just adds so much uh to be able to play off of each other and to kind of you know um res respond to each other is is it's it's a lot more fun but it's just it's definitely uh a lot more it gives a lot more work to do to the the, the back end of things. So I, I understand why you can't always do that, but, uh, but it's fun when, when we get to. It's I funny. It say, also it, like, oh, oh, go ahead, it please, also like, please. I feel like it, it, it adds, uh, it pushes you like as a performer and just kind of like deepens your mm -hmm. own understanding of what you're doing. I kind of wish we'd like done it at the beginning. Yeah. Because yeah. I felt, I feel like it like got me in the groove in a really cool way. Yeah. just like being like oh yeah like you know and then if and then to go from that to then like being by myself I probably would have been able to like keep I mean it was still fine but like I it would have been cool to uh, I felt like it got me in a good groove like hearing Mark really feeling like in the world of Star Wars yeah I agree because there's there's so many nuances that that you bring to Leia that I wouldn't necessarily have thought to have you know put in there so then so then like it it inspires you and it's like, oh, right. That is how Leo would have said that. <laughs> and then, you know, mm -hmm. so it's like, it's really cool. I, I think, I mean, I have listened to that last chapter <laughs> actually multiple times because I just so enjoy the, the back and forth. And it really does feel like the two of you are right there as if you were in, you know, the same space in the same, you know, physical space having this discussion and there's a dynamism to that final chapter that is just really special so i just i enjoyed the heck out of it and kudos to uh, to kevin and tony and the rest of the, the team as well for their help with that too uh yeah thank you yeah so uh since your chapters are both from the point of view of these specific two characters i'd love to know and you've also you know done these characters before is there you know any particular preparation that you do to create you know as close to an authentic performance as possible for these two iconic characters and saskia i'd love to start with you talking about your performance alaya for that mm -hmm. um so yeah i was lucky that the first 
Star Wars book I did was um, Leia as a younger girl or young woman. And so I had that background that I, I did a lot of research for that um, and watched a lot and just kind of got into it then. And that was, a, you know, a few years ago, but um, having that groundwork, I think really has helped me every time I've had to go back to Leia again yeah, at various stages of her life. So I, I always kind of, you know, revisit some of the, that research that I did watching clips is always, cause you know, you know that what everyone's expecting from, you know, Carrie Fisher, her performance, and then, you know, what they're expecting from the audiobooks, And um, so that kind of past, research definitely has laid a good groundwork when I do come back to it so I just kind of yeah I did, did a lot of looking back at that and even just even just basically reading this book you get such a she did such a good job of with both Han and Leia you feel those characters so strongly straight away so that kind of helps just dig up all the like oh yeah this is how they bicker this is how they speak this is how Leia thinks and that sort of just embodying that you hope it comes out of your mouth and i think it <laughs> did <laughs> um kind of just got to feel it in your body and then yeah, i hope it translates so that's kind of my process i i'm like a i'm more of a like you know i do the work and then i kind of like hope that having it all in there and feeling it it all comes out i'm not like a huge prepper like on the page um i don't do a lot of like writing on the, my page or marking mm. up or any of that stuff um it's more just like having that um that character in your mind and knowing who they are and trusting that your instincts will let them out. I think you can safely say that they did. (laughs) (laughs) Mark, how about you? Yeah, pretty similar process. Like, um, I, you know, like anytime I get to do any of the legacy characters, I, I try to rewatch some of the films that they're featured in and you know because you have to so it's like oh i have to research yes so <laughs> so it's, a, it's an excuse to rewatch it but uh but i uh, but uh, i try to like you know if i'm walking the dog or, or kind of walking down the street I'll, I'll maybe just listen to clips of it in the background just to try to like really saturate it in there um and then i try to kind of like get their cadences or get their rhythms and and kind of you know really try to lock in to what what they'll be saying because like what what is interesting with the books is like you know in the in the films like they obviously you get to know them but they they talk so much less than they will be talking in the book (laughs) so Mm -hmm. it's like even if there's certain things that they'll they might say that are similar to the films like oftentimes you're exploring scenes with these characters that are types of scenes that maybe aren't necessarily explored in the films or, or different or mm-hmm. or deeper and so so then you you have to that that's where you really have to kind of figure out well what's your interpretation and what would you you know how, how do you think they would do so i so i just try to kind of you know get, get that foundation there and then you know kind of if, if the foundation's strong i'll feel more confident about you know branching out into areas that maybe are, are new or fresh or, you know, so, um, yeah. And, th- and then it's just, you know, my Saskia, I don't know how you, how you do it, but it's probably similar, but like, I, I just like 
any anytime someone's speaking in the book, I'll just try to like jot down a few lines of their dialogue and like any descriptions of the character that the author is giving me or, or just different things. And then I, I go back and I try to like figure out, like I cast it in my mind. Like if this were a film, like what, what would these characters sound like? And, and I'll record little samples on my phone. Um, and then when I get in the booth, I'll just play like a quick little sample before that character has to speak to try to lock me in. Um, and then usually like around like day two or day three, I've gotten to spend enough time with them that, that I don't need to keep referring back to the phone. But at first I, I just kind of use that to kind of get me locked in and refer back to. Saskia, is that at all similar to part of your process? Yeah. Um, I, I don't record them and listen back to them, but that's a good idea. Um, <laughs> I'm more just like, kind of like get get the idea you know ha have it all sort of cast in my head and then like I have a pretty good ear for um keeping things consistent but also it's nice on these you got Kevin there to be like what are you doing <laughs> that doesn't sound right or that doesn't sound the same um uh, also like yeah like it's great with these because there are so many um references you can get like there's so many times where I'll be reading prepping and I'm like you know, a character pops up and I'm like, is that a character that exists already? Yeah, I yeah. hope so, because then I have my work done for me. Right. <laughs> but it's also fun <laughs> when you get occasional, very occasionally you get someone and you're like, this, you know, minor character that says a line or two doesn't exist. I can just go wild and come up with my own thing. But um, <laughs> yes, so similar, similar process. Um, yeah. Saskia, do you, do you know about Wikipedia? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found it on all my my deep dives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very helpful. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to stop there and we will pick up the rest of the conversation tomorrow. For now, that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. And it just remains for me to say, thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Seven by Seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, but their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7 by 7 We hope you love it. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.